The two young men went out into the garden together and ensconced themselves on a long bamboo seat that stood in the shade of a tall laurel bush. The sunlight slipped over the polished leaves. In the grass, white daisies were tremulous. After a pause, Lord Henry pulled out his watch. I'm afraid I must be going, Basil, he murmured. And before I go, I insist on your answering my question. What is that? said the painter. I want you to explain to me why you won't exhibit Dorian Gray's picture. I want the real reason. I told you the reason. No, you did not. You said it was because there was too much of yourself in it. Now that is childish. Harry, said Basil Hallward, looking him straight in the face, every portrait that is painted with feeling is a portrait of the artist, not of the sitter. The reason I will not exhibit this picture is that I'm afraid that I have shown in it the secret of my own soul. Lord Henry laughed. And what is that? he asked. I will tell you, said Hallward. But an expression of perplexity came over his face. I am all expectation, Basil, continued his companion, glancing at him. Oh, there is really very little to tell, Harry, answered the painter. And I'm afraid you will hardly understand it. Perhaps you will hardly believe it. Lord Henry smiled. I'm quite sure I shall understand it, he replied. And as for believing things, I can believe anything, provided that it is quite incredible. Lord Henry felt as if he could hear Basil Hallward's heart beating and wondered what was coming. The story is simply this, said the painter after some time. It was at Lady Brandon's that I saw Dorian Gray for the first time. When our eyes met, I felt that I was growing pale. A curious sensation of terror came over me. I knew that I had come face to face with someone whose mere personality was so fascinating that if I allowed it to do so, it would absorb my whole nature, my whole soul, my very art itself. I did not want any external influence in my life. I don't know how to explain it to you. Something seemed to tell me that I was on the verge of a terrible crisis in my life. I had a strange feeling that fate had in store for me exquisite joys and exquisite sorrows. I grew afraid and turned to quit the room. It was not conscience that made me do so. It was a sort of cowardice. I take no credit to myself for trying to escape. Conscience and cowardice are really the same things, Basil. Conscience is the trade name of the firm. That is all. Well, I don't believe that, Harry, and I don't believe you do either. However, whatever was my motive, I struggled to the door. There, of course, I stumbled against Lady Brandon, and she thereupon introduced me. It was simply inevitable. We would have spoken to each other without any introduction, I am sure of that. Dorian told me so afterwards. He too felt that we were destined to know each other. And how did Lady Brander describe this wonderful young man? asked his companion. Oh, something like, um, charming boy, poor dear mother and I, absolutely inseparable. Quite forget what he does, afraid he doesn't do anything. Oh yes, plays a piano. Or is it the violin? Dear Mr. Gray, neither of us could help laughing, and we became friends at once. Laughter is not at all a bad beginning for a friendship, and it is far the best ending for one, said the young lord. Now tell me more about Dorian Gray. How often do you see him? Every day. I couldn't be happy if I didn't see him every day. He is absolutely necessary to me. How extraordinary. I thought you would never care for anything but your art. Well, he is all my art to me now, said the painter gravely. Basil, this is extraordinary. 
Hallward got up and walked up and down the garden. After some time, he came back. Mr. Dorian Gray is in the studio, sir," said the butler, coming into the garden at that moment. "Well, you must introduce me now," cried Lord Henry, laughing. The painter turned to Lord Henry. "Dorian Gray is my dearest friend," he said. "He has a simple and a beautiful nature. Don't spoil him. Don't try to influence him. Your influence would be bad." The world is wide and has many marvelous people in it. Don't take away from me the one person who gives to my art whatever charm it possesses. My life, as an artist, depends upon him. Mind, Harry, I trust you. He spoke very slowly, and the words seemed wrung out of him almost against his will.、Oh, what nonsense you talk," said Lord Henry, smiling, and taking Hallward by the arm, he led him into the house. As they entered, they saw Dorian Gray. He was seated at the piano.